welcome in, Ben. <laughs> How's this week been for you? Oh, it's been awesome, man. How are you doing today? Doing excellent. <laughs> One heck of a walking shift at UPS. <laughs> definitely got my steps in trying to act like I was working. Um, <laughs> other than that, I got um, the video, uh, not the video games. The kids have been amazing this week, and so I wanted to treat them with something they've been looking forward to. So I got Emmanuel video game and Amadis one since I usually Ooh. don't um, get them stuff like that. Yeah. And so they've been, they have just been super awesome. And where I've been really impressed is how they have just been hounding is not the right word. They're not at that level yet, but they have definitely been encouraged to say reminders daily. Hey, we need to read the Bible. Awesome. What about the Bible? Hey, yeah. when are we going to church? Stuff like that. So I was just like, okay, they need some sort of reward besides popsicles. Or oh, something. yeah, that is so cool. So, that is so cool. So, yeah, Amadis got Mario Kart, Ooh, which yeah. he was really looking forward to, and Emmanuel. He's been into, um, he sold my son. He's been, I don't know where he got it from because I haven't been talking about it, but really into Japanese and samurai culture. Oh, okay. And so he um, found this video game that won the 2019 Game of the Year award for PS4, I believe and ps5 and it's called shadows die twice oh so i've always been texting him like if he has a sister ipad he was uh we put it off to today because i knew yesterday i was going to be super um tired and so right. i was uh texting him throughout the week and then especially this morning i'm like <laughs> he goes when are you coming home i want to play the game and i was like i got a question for you and i was like how many times do shadows die and he responds shadows die twice so it's like <laughs> a, it's like you're like a, a lone samurai and it's um based off of japanese samurai culture but it's uh, uh fantasy as well okay. so the, that's what i really liked about it was there's another game that's way more realistic uh -huh. and this one has the fantasy element yeah and we went with that and in the trailer you fight some sort of um huge it looks like a, a yeti oh okay. but like a way oversized like like two stories tall and yeah, i'm just nice. like like that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get that one so i remember playing super mario kart on and uh, super nintendo oh and super nintendo yeah and oh. then in 64 too yeah i was gonna say right <laughs> behind you right that wall is uh my closet on the other side and in a bag i have my uh, a nintendo 64 oh you still have one with mario kart oh that's so funny. we'll have to get together and probably <laughs> do something for some promotion or something yeah, yeah, yeah. and <laughs> hook up the old controllers and play and my original idea, the reason I was holding off to get the kids Mario Kart specifically was I wanted to enjoy the nostalgia of that one. Oh, yeah. And then it just it just didn't work out. I just was sitting there. And yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I was just like, nah, you know. This I remember transitioning from Super Nintendo and being like, what do I do with this joystick? This oh, is so yeah. hard. <laughs> no, that was uh, that was definitely very interesting for, for me as well. And. Um, I remember when I played because the first game that originally came out was just I think it was just called Mario 64. Okay. And I, I spent like a whole day or a day and a half not even playing any of the levels. I was just so amazed that you could roam around in a fully immersed 360 environment. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, this is so. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, when I um uh, back then, if you remember, you had to go to a game store and uh, buy um not they don't call them a step-by-step -step guide but it was just like a an aid like oh a, yeah an aid and you you had to actually yeah, yeah. read it and mm -hmm. it was paper kids <laughs> <laughs> so it was like and it was like 20 bucks it was pretty expensive 20 30 bucks 
And so I remember started reading that. My dad got it for me and he's like, hey, I saw this. Someone recommended it. And they're like, nice. oh, you can go into these things. Like it was the, the, the what was it? The pipes. Oh, yeah. And they take you to different levels or you you have to find all these different things. And my mind was just exploded. I was like, this is so cool. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fun. So hold on. I'm trying to find the right. Um, oh, they don't have it. I was trying to find the right. Uh, uh, no, that's a man. And, and right intro. But anyway, I thought I had a drum roll already programmed into our switchboard over here. Uh. But here we go. We'll play this one for the topic of the day. Uh, it's not even on. Doesn't doesn't even. Here we go. Topic of the day. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's why. Not a joke. Yes. <laughs> Actually, that fits. <laughs> the topic of the day is why church. And when Ben and I were shooting topics back and forth, this one kept coming up. And it was a huge one because I was guilty of it myself uh, about a year ago when we were doing Bible study here in my house on Saturdays. Um, I, you know, pulled away from going to church or at least the church I was going to because life hit pretty hard. I had to get a couple yeah. jobs. And while that was realism, you know, on that list, though, it was kind of like an excuse as to, you know, did I have time on Sundays? Yes, but the list of excuses ran on and on, and then finally you called me on it, and you're just <laughs> like, get back to church. And so away I went back to church. So, Ben, take it away. Why church? Well, you know, as as you were saying that, I was kind of thinking about what well, we just talked about, uh, Mario Kart, and, and, and a totally different but not completely un. un familiar context you know how fun is mario kart by yourself this is true and uh there's just something about playing competitive games like that um or fun games like that that when you have other people there it just brings it to a whole new level um and even even like an rpg where um you may spend a lot of time but you know, when you complete something like that solo, it's kind of cool. But at the if there's no one really to celebrate with, the joy is not quite the same. That's um, true. So I think that speaks to the broader principle that God has made humanity to need each other. Um, you know, like Adam was in the garden, and even though he was in a perfect environment, he saw all the animals had a a mate and he realized that there's something missing for me. And even though he was perfect, God said, yeah, it's not good for you to be alone. Uh, so God has designed people to be in community together and God's designed ordained community for believers is the church. And so the church is where God's people gather together and fulfill some of those longings and those desires um, that God has pre-programmed into each one of us. And so there's lots of reasons to be in church. Uh, but first, I think we should just recognize that being in ch church is really a command. It's really a matter of obedience. And uh, where do I get that from? Well, Hebrews 10, 24 and 25 uh, says this, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, 
and all the more as you see the day drawing near. So in Hebrews, the author of Hebrews, who we don't know who that is, um, he, he says, you guys need to be gathering together to encourage and stir up or provoke, you know, kind of like putting a, in a good way, putting a stick in the fire to get those embers going hot again. Uh, you need to not neglect to meet together as is the habit of some, but you need to get together to encourage one another as you see the day approaching, which is uh, Christ's return. So um, that, first of all, when we think about church, we got to remember it's a command. God is saying you guys need to gather together. Uh, So church is important as a command of God. Going off of the commandment, I forget which um, it's, I haven't remembered it. So I, we, I always used to joke with you that, uh, the H-E double hockey sticks would freeze over when I started remembering the Bible. (laughs) And I remembered one verse, now I remember two. And I'm trying to remember the third one, but it's basically, it's the one, not basically, it is the one, I forget where it is, to where God says, have I not commanded you to be strong? Mm -hmm. And it keeps going. And in my head, when I'm I'm talking to myself and having this conversation, because I'm going to go through that professing my faith at some point. Yeah. And I'm kind of writing it out, doing a first draft, you know, kind of thing. Or now I'm on like my 117th editing <laughs> it down. But one of the things that I wanted to say, and I'll spoil alert here, is just that is just like the church, he commanded us to be strong. And in my head, the way I say it is he didn't send out a poll on Instagram to me, right? He didn't send it in an email saying, hey, would you like to be stronger? Go to church, click on this link. He didn't send out a text saying, hey, would you like to go to church? Reply Y for yes and for no messaging data rates may apply. Yeah, He commanded it. And there's so much power for me in that. Mm. Like it it just, um, once I grasp it or what the word like a command means, then a couple things happen. One, I instantly feel like inspired yeah. because it takes the weight off. Like for me, and, and I only speak for myself, like it's like I really believe this with all my heart. Yeah. And I really feel that. And I'm and I'm trying to um, walk towards the light, towards him in that direction. So when I hear that word command, it's like, well, I, you know, I either I kind of have two choices. One, turn away from it. Saw where that went. Right. Nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> or it, it did go somewhere. Just <laughs> not very good. It'll definitely make a, a very good movie. S- stay neutral and not grow. Move towards him or just move towards him with a greater ease. So like the fourth option, it's like, look, like I've chose this. This is my choice. He gave me free will and I'm willingly walking towards him. And it just this pressure just gets alleviated hmm. like all over the place. And one example is um shout out to randy and daily when they listen to this as it said they were going to listen is bible studies coming back oh yeah and ben i thought i told you to tell the gardener to not call <laughs> on saturday morning <laughs> if anyone's hearing the blower in the background um but for me when we took the break i definitely when i go to church i've definitely been telling them that i feel that absence like sunday like a fuel tank, it fuels me up spiritually. Yeah. And that Wednesday Bible study really helps me get through to Sunday. And so my other friend who's a pastor, Jeff, at Calvary Church, I know he has Bible studies around the same time at 7 p.m. And I was like, you know what? Like, I am feeling completely not like myself. Like, I, I got to get to church and go to Bible study. Yeah. So the whole, I, I kid you not, the whole day, 
I kept coming up with excuses at UPS. I wake up at 2 a.m. So from 2 a.m. to around 3.15 when I started. Excuses of why not to go. Yeah. 3 a.m. through my whole shift till I got home around 10. Excuses of why not to go. <laughs> 10 a.m. to around 2 p.m. Excuses of why not to go. And then I was like, you know what? That's not God talking to me or anyone else. Like that's, right. that's the negative part. I'm going. And I just told myself, yeah. I am going. I prayed on it. I am going. I kid you not. From when I got into the car, it takes 29 minutes to get there. Almost every U-turn was like, just U-turn right now. They don't want to see you. Mm. You know, you, yeah. you don't deserve to go. No one's going to be happy to see you. Um, you're not going to have a good time there. Um, you, you're tired. Just right. go to like yeah. every little attack to not get me there. No, and I, then, I totally feel that. And yeah. then as I pull into the driveway, they have a sign that I didn't see before. And and I was the list was do, 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 kept going. And their sign says, come as you are. Mm. And I was like. I love that. So yeah. that I, I almost literally ran in there <laughs> and it was and and I told Jeff that and he was laughing and he said same thing as you and his wife. They're like, yeah, we, we you know, we feel that way. Too. It's just a, it's a spiritual battle. Yeah. But they're like, we're so mm -hmm. happy to see you. They've never once ever said, hey, never come or hey, right. We never want to see you or like so. Yeah. Wherever that comes from, if you're listening and that happens to you, one, you're not the only one. But, you know, yeah. try to. Pray and push through and get to church. No, like I'd love for you to speak a little more about that because I think a lot of people that it's hard for me because just I've been going to church before I was born. Uh, my dad was a pastor. So, um, yeah, from the second I was able to be at church, I was at church and there, I didn't have any choice. You know, we were the first people there, the last people to leave. Um, for my whole life. So for me, entering church um, is pretty routine. But I know that for people that have been out of church, there's a lot of um, fears and discomfort and stuff that comes with getting back into church. So maybe you could talk about a little bit, like what were some of the discomforts, things that were um, standing between you and church and, and how did you, how did you overcome those things? Well, I like to say to all our listeners, one of the main reasons to go to church are the potlucks. If you, <laughs> if you haven't gone, Amen. Just, just go for the food, stay for Jesus. Um, uh, I guess I, well, first and foremost, it had to have been like God either pushing me or pulling me and mm -hmm. it had to have fit like yeah. I'm not strong enough and I'll fully admit that to it on my own so glory be to him always and so um, from my humanistic point of view it the fear or my definition of fear that I like taking from other people is just lack of knowledge mm. you you don't know what's going to happen right right so whether um it's weightlifting, you're joining a football team, you're starting a new job. There's always that anxiety. There's always that fear because you don't know what's going to happen. Right. And right. what was easy for me, or actually it was, that's, it's easy now because I, um, my faith has increased, but at some point, well, there's that image and we have it at my church and they had it at Calvary as well to where a person's standing on a cliff, there's a gap and then the other side. Mm, and at yeah. some point, what crosses you over is faith. Right. And it may start small and increase to 
who knows how faithful you become. Hopefully extremely faithful and and everyone listening and, and people out there when this gets around you hope in your whole heart to Jesus. Yeah. But at some point you you can Okay. When I first started off, I had to force myself to get there. And yeah. I mentioned to you, I think, off recording that when I was going through depression and mental illness and all this stuff, the smallest tasks took the most energy. Mm-hmm. So I had to continually tell myself multiple, multiple times, okay, on three, you're going to sit up, sit up with everything. Okay, on three, you're going to put on your shoes, put on your shoes. Okay, on three. You're going to start going to get your car keys. You got to go get your kids, whatever it was. Right. Right. So the same thing kind of applied when I started going to church, like every fiber of my being was telling me to do something else, especially on Sundays during football season. Right. Yeah, hey, yeah. the Niners are playing. <laughs> they got the Steelers. <laughs> They're not going to miss me. They won't even notice I'm gone. Right. People will. Right. And And they'll miss you. It's not like it's a guilty thing like oh you didn't show up for church no 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 it's right like they want your they want to be around you as as whether you're a brother or sister of faith they just trust me on that they want you there so every excuse would come your feet hurt your knees hurt your bicep hurts hey that one hair on your stead head is not in correct <laughs> position right you're right, gonna get yeah. made fun of like alfie uh-huh. style or whatever yeah Every excuse came, so I had to force myself to get there. Once I was there, it was great. At some point, when those questions start piling up even more, it was literally a leap of faith. It was just like, okay, I'm kind of at a crossroads. I kind of like going here. I kind of like staying home. Right. What really takes me to the next level is you just you, you just have to trust. And for anyone listening that's down themselves or they're on the fence, just just take that little leap of faith. Just trust me in that from being on the other side to this side. Take that step and go where the good Lord wants you to go. And in this case, he commands us to go to church. And and I hope that you find the right one because it's a beautiful thing when you find that one. Yeah, that is so well said. And, and I, I love I love listening to the progression of your thought as the Lord worked in your heart from, I don't know if I can do this, to... I'll give it a try to, uh, well, it's okay. To the point where, you know, you were saying, um, I need this not just on Sunday, but if I can get this in the middle of the week too, this is, this is great. So, uh, what you're describing is the, and you mentioned it, the spiritual warfare that goes on. And no matter how old you are or how long you've been going to church, I think there really is a principle like I and I feel it in myself. I know if I'm going to do something good or God's going to do something good in me that there is just this sense of I don't want to do it. Like there's there's the attack. There's the um you know it's Sunday morning and you're like I would rather not go to church today or Saturday night like I really don't think I need to go to church tomorrow. But um the more we say yes to God and what God has commanded us to do uh, the more blessings we get. Because I think you probably have seen that just like I have. Like the more times you have to say no to yourself and yes to God, and then you actually go and do it. Like, yes. you're like, wow, I am so glad I did that because the blessings I got from the message or the, the fellowship or um, the, the, you know, the recharge of the batteries of yes. being with God's people was worth going through the doubt or the 
or the inconvenience or the the mind battle and here's another little thing too i'll, I'll shorten this one but basically like <laughs> i don't know if i was going to add this into my uh speech or not but here this part goes but speaking about pr progression before i even jesus led me to that church and i truly believe like i was i was guided there i was praying and not praying but just talking with the lord and just expressing myself as a spoiled brat child as i was <laughs> right and just i was literally saying the h word and i was just like i i was talking to him about my dreams what i what i want to do lord can you bless me in this lord can you bless me in this and and my heart you know was still tainted and i was just like i dislike this city so much mm. like i was just like i don't like the roads I don't like the people. I don't like the sky. I don't like the feel of the air. Like, I don't yeah. like anything around here. I will follow you anywhere. Get me out of this city. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Not even a month later, I wind up at that church hmm. within 2022 to 2023. When I took the break, when I came back at some point in 2023, but it was very early on January, February, March, I was going by myself in my truck exiting 65th right around there was blaring music in my truck like on cloud nine it wasn't even a christian song and i just felt so happy yeah. and i just started saying i was just like man i love my truck man i love my life and i just started pointing out the window and i was like i love you i love you i love you right but to myself and then i held like when i was at a stop sign i held up both hands and i was just like lord I love you. And I was screaming it. And then all of a sudden I paused when the light turned green and I started rolling forward. I was like, I started laughing because I remembered what I just said hmm. about a year ago. I was like, get me out of here. Right. right? Yeah. And then not even 365 days later, I'm just like, I love that. Well, there's still things I don't like, but it's just right. like, I, right. I, my eyes were opened to how blessed i am mm. the people yeah. such as yourself that i have in my life the church that he led me to the people there yeah and i just could not stop laughing because i'm just like well that was a 180 oh, that's so right cool. and so that's just <laughs> one one just one example of what happened only because i followed the commandment to go to church mm. so if that's just one and that just deals with my heart and how i view the world around me Imagine if you're listening, if you're on the fence, what could it be for you, right? Could it be, I know friends that are dealing with parenting issues. They want to be a better parent. Right. Being at church, you know, as much as you may think or think opposite. Yeah. That's our human mind. Follow God's command, right? Right. Maybe it's your marriage. Once again, that's you thinking of the world. Follow the Bible. Right. Get to church. Right. Et cetera, et cetera. So I just, that, and like I said, so many things have turned he's turned around in a 180 in my life that was just one example to where i clearly remember just really enjoying where i was at because he woke me up that day and i got to go to church and celebrate him with like-minded people yeah yeah that's so awesome and i think you're talking about what god has for us through the church and that's really the body and the community of christ because those issues you mentioned, parenting, marriage, those things are not stuff that we can really tackle on our own. We need God's help with, and um, God has given us the church to make that possible. 
he gives us that opportunity to be together as God's people um, in, in some truly amazing ways. So, yeah, maybe you have to give up the football game or you have to get up a little bit earlier. You can't quite enjoy the lazy Sunday that you did <laughs> in the past for some folks. But the the turnaround is, first off, you're obeying God. And second, there's the community that you have, the truth that you're receiving, uh, all these blessings that you have from participating in uh, the church. And really, if we love God, we're going to love what God loves and hate what God hates. And Jesus came and died for the church because of his love for it. So if, if we're saying in our hearts that, God, I love you with all that I am. I want to be a part of what you're doing in the world, your kingdom, your activity on this planet, that is centered on the church. So as God's people, like there ought to be a part of us um, with, with the Spirit's help where we just say, man, I, I want to be where God's people are. I want to be where the action is for God. And that is... And a lot of a lot of times that is the church. That's what you get. You get the applause <laughs> on that one. You, that was perfectly said. I cued that one up perfectly. <laughs> no, that is that is a hundred percent true. Um, over time, I'll say you know tell more examples of how me loving the city, me being blessed. Because one of the things I pray for uh, multiple multiple times was. Um, you know, uh, open my eyes better, right? Let me see better. Let me hear better. Let me yeah. feel better, but not how I want to, how you want me to, to guide me. Right. Clearly that was one of them. But for anyone listening, my kid's life has changed. Um, you know, everyone, it, there's like a, in a positive way, like a, a radiation effect. Mm. Like I get there, there's God, his church, the pastor's, it goes to me, right? It radiates to my kids. Now yeah. they're going consistently. I'm a better person for it. So I step through that door, a better son for my parents. I'm yeah. a better friend for you, yeah, for Lydia, for anyone around me. I'm a better employee at UPS. Mm. And yeah, there is like, I don't even want to think of a Marvel multiverse of a version of me now that doesn't have church. How crazy or more crazy UPS would be <laughs> like with with that version there. Right. But now I'm trying to be better and, and affect everyone in a positive way. And that's directly um, associated because you were suspect number one on getting me back there. So. Yeah, no, that's, that's excellent. So church, there's a lot of, of benefit for you um, going to church, but there's also, uh, we can't treat church like, going to Walmart or Target and that or a restaurant where we choose and if it's not meeting our needs then uh, it's not the place for me because actually uh, church is for more than us it's for the community it's for God and we're worshiping God at church and we worship God at church by really using our gifts and devoting ourselves to him in um really in, in, in an abandoned sense where we're, when it comes time to sing and worship, it's in a sense, yes, we're doing it together and there's, there's benefit to corporate worship and we're all together, you know, going back to even the Old Testament, 
the people of God have always worshipped together in community, and in heaven we'll worship together uh, around God's throne. It won't be individual. So we're giving our worship to God where it belongs, um, totally abandoned and devoted to Him. But also we're using our gifts. You know, God has given every person that is His child gifts, and the Bible talks about those gifts in different places. But uh, the church is where we use our gifts to serve and help people grow, um, meet the needs of the body. So the church is a place where we give, where we grow, and um, it is a place where we learn about God from faithful men. So I, I just want to touch on that real briefly because uh, for those of our listeners, you need to be in a church where they're regularly opening the Bible and tell you what it means. Yes. Um, if you go to the church and they're talking about a latest news story or a poem that spoke to them or um, the pastor's thoughts, no matter how wonderful they might be, that's not the church for you, if I can say that lovingly. You want a church where every Sunday someone is spending a good amount of time opening the Bible to you and explaining God's Word so that you can grow and your soul can be fed um, and if you're there, you've got your pen in hand, and you're listening, and you're um, loving God's people, church can and will be a, a, an amazing time of growth and um, a wonderful opportunity for you. I was going to say, no, I love that very much. And on that note, one of the things that I wanted to bring the show today was uh, this post, and I'll have to um, get their name next time, but this person posted on Instagram, they said, my dad said the less you, whoops, let me scratch that. My dad said the less you know, the less you're accountable for. And the more you know, the more you're accountable for. Mm. And on that note, that's what I love is because I'm I'm going there to give back and trying to find my strengths and how I can give back. And right now it was just showing up. Yeah. Um. Then it turned into the blessing of running the AV unit um, on, you know, filling in for people and one saying they yeah, want awesome. And I'm praying that through my photography or videography, quote unquote, very, I'm using this very loosely skills. <laughs> like I can help put together a video for yeah. the church, like an intro video and, and just branch off from there. But about being accountable, what little I knew, I, I wasn't accountable for much. So I was living a right. certain way. But uh -huh. over the past year to two years, as I'm starting to learn more and I'm like, oh, that's a sin. Oh, that's a sin. I got to cut that out. Oh, I should try this. Oh, I should go there. Like per the word of the Bible, those things are feeding into me. Like you said, feeding your soul. Right. And I am infinitely better now than mm -hmm. I was 365 days ago. And I and as much as I was trying to tackle the Bible, as much as I loved our Saturdays and we talked about the show and this and that, the church has really, really blossomed my knowledge yeah. of the Bible, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, yeah. God, and because of that, really blossomed my life as well. That's awesome, and that's that's as it should be, so I, I'm thrilled to hear that. All right, any closing last words? I think our last words are just, you know, if you're out there and, like you said, you're on the fence about going to church— um, pray, ask the Spirit of God to give you strength and encouragement. Take that step. Go back to church. Find a church where you're hearing the Bible and plug in and just watch God bless your life for that. Amen. Have a good week, everyone. <laughs>